Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man. What up, though? So you you just told me, Tommy, you got some stuff that you need to get off your chest. So um, I'm going to let you kick it off, see where you want to go <laughs> with it on this bonus episode. Okay, so the first thing, because it's a couple things. The first thing is... I don't know what the NCAA is trying to do foot in football. Just let Alabama ride this one out. <laughs> Quit trying to find ways to put them in the freaking national championship. Okay, I'm sick of them. They lost. They're not a good team this year. Quit trying to figure out ways to sneak them back in. I don't understand how in the hell they're trying to sneak this team back in every single moment. ESPN is making me really sick. It's, it's pissing me off. Well, I, I feel like they're trying to do the same thing with Ohio State too, right? Because well, yeah, Ohio like, State is fifth, <laughs> Alabama is six. No, I I could understand Ohio State, and I did. I hated Ohio State as much as you do, Rodney. But they only lost one game. Alabama has lost two games, and they haven't looked good in a lot of games this season. They yeah, supposed they, to lost a lot more of those games. Yeah, so. Uh, Alabama is not the, I guess what you could call the uh, <laughs> Alabama of old, basically. Yeah, they're not. They're not, brother. I would like to see them go against Penn State. If you want to line up a bowl game and you want it to be really good, I want to see Penn State against Alabama. I think that will be one hell of a game. Because basically, in my opinion, I think they're on the same level this season. I think Penn State and Alabama will be one hell of a matchup, and that'll be fireworks galore, and it'll be a nice tight game because they're basically on the same level, defensive wise and offensive wise. Yeah, I, that that would be an interesting matchup. Um, I I kind of want to see uh, Ohio State Oregon. Ohio State, USC. So, yeah, I feel you. I do feel like it's not Alabama's year. Um, I'm mad LSU lost. Um, LSU would have been an interesting team in, in the playoffs, if, if you ask me. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens on Saturday with championship week. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you though. Like, I'm. I'm. I'm cool on letting Alabama sit out this year. I'm cool on Ohio State sitting it out. Um, Georgia's becoming the same way. But this, I think, this might be Georgia's what fourth or fifth time in the, in the playoffs in the last six or seven years. So. Right, but you know what the thing about Georgia is? The quarterback that took him and won a national championship and some of the players, a lot of the key players stay, which is very rare. A lot of times they move on. A lot of the players, when they win a natty, they get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but this guy, he decided to stay. And he's really a good quarterback. I can't take nothing away from him. I think he was undrafted. So, he, for Georgia, he's a good quarterback. I, I can't take nothing away from him. But I think um, after he leaves, I think they, which will be this season, I think he's done, and a couple other players are done, and they'll go right back into where they were just at. You know who's um, 
because I believe his name is Stetson Bennett. But you know who he reminds me of? Oh, wow. Who? Uh, Brian Greasy from the 97 Michigan National Championship team. Um, a lot of comparison, I believe. Uh, Stetson was basically a walk-on. Um, Greasy, if I remember correctly, at one time was like the fifth-string quarterback at Michigan. Um, had to work his way up the death chart. Um had to beat out had to beat out some competition uh in, in 97 to even get the starting job kind of like um Benson had to do uh two years ago at, at Georgia to get the starting job so um a lot of similarities there um both quarterbacks um had an amazing defense behind them um both had, had have had a ma- amazing tight end play so See a lot of similarities. I definitely agree with you with that. Wow, that's a hell of a comparison. You know, I was going to compare him to like Joey Harrington, but <laughs> I know that's tough too. But Joey yeah. was actually good in college. Yeah. And then when the Lions drafted him, he, he sucked in the NFL. Honestly, I don't think Bennett will be great in the NFL. I'm I don't either. Uh, yeah, I, just, I, don't, I don't think he'll be great in the NFL. That's why I was thinking Joey Harrington. Greasy was okay when he came into the NFL. Yeah, he, he was decent, especially yeah, uh, with Denver. Um, yeah, he, he was good. And then I don't think Bennett's going to be good. He, he was decent. Uh, I want to say Tampa Bay was the other place he started at. Uh, and now he's made a transition into um, the broadcast booth. Uh what I, what I think what made Greasy memorable, especially for Michigan fans, is his dad, Bob Greasy, calling a lot of the Michigan games that year. Right. And the Greasy brothers were actually pretty – the Greasy brothers. <laughs> they were actually <laughs> – they were pretty good, man. And they were – I love the commercial they had. I think they had a couple of commercials, local commercials. And, um, yeah, I think uh, both of them – actually came back to do Michigan uh, commentary. So mm-hmm. the father and the son. Yeah. And I, I, I liked them. I, I think they were good people, man. Good people. And uh, the only reason why I compared Stetson Bennett, because he is, he's smaller. He's smaller than the average quarterback, but he's not as fat. He's small and he's not as fast as like a lot of the other. Uh, he's like, he's NCAA fast, basically. <laughs> like <laughs> guys that guys that won't, Cut it like speed wise in the NFL, like yeah, he, he's NCAA fast, and I think he 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 won't make it. He'll be like a a Drew Stanton, a Joey Harrington, a lot of those guys that come to the NFL and it's like you expect him to do certain things, just like uh, Wilson. You expect him to come and do certain things because they were so good in the NFL and they just never work out. And I, I'm talking about Wilson for the uh, the Jets, not Russell, who's yeah. sucking this season. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, so, and, and that was my next topic. Bro. I'm about to say, what's next that you got to get off your chest? Well, I don't think. Okay. We know what Russell Wilson was. Okay. I'm sick of ESPN. You pissed me off. You put the fucking Denver Broncos on a million games this season, and now you're scrambling to get them out of there. We knew Russell Wilson was declining. We knew he was declining. Denver Broncos, shame on you for paying him all that money. And you got rid of all the good players that you had for him. And uh, expecting to be good. I, I heard an interesting comparison uh, 
on sports radio yesterday. Um, they basically said this is the um, 20, uh, 21st century version of the Herschel Walker trade years ago. Uh, when <laughs> when da- Dallas fleece uh, Minnesota for all those picks. <laughs> Yeah, they basically fleeced him. They knew what we watched him go down in flames. He doesn't have Tyler Lockett behind him. He doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of good wide receivers behind him. He, he doesn't have a good team. They traded Font. They traded Noah Font. They traded him, so he has nobody to really throw it throw to. And Jerry Judy is so overrated. He's so overrated. Yeah, he. <laughs> the running back situation was terrible. You had the running back turn the ball over so many times they cut him. It just it was so bad, and I, and Russ was he was he's not the same Russ that he was anyway. He's scared to run. He's scared to throw. He's scared to do anything because they're going to judge him on everything that he does. And it it just it's a bad situation. But ESPN, you don't have to put the Denver Broncos on every game this week. Either they're on Thursday night football, Sunday night football, or Monday every week. Leave me alone, ESPN. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, definitely a programming mistake by um, the the people at the wide world leader of sports. Uh, hell, Russell Wilson might cost uh, Nathaniel Hackett his head coaching job. So, oh yeah, they they paid him too much money, so Hackett's out of there. And you know what they tried to do this week? They in a couple weeks. They scheduled him again on the 11th to be on another nationally televised game. I don't know how the hell they scheduled him on the 11th. So now they're scrambling. They say, well, wait a minute. Denver is really bad, and they're playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to beat the shit out of them. I'm going to be honest with you. The Chiefs are really going to beat them very bad. So they're trying to scramble and find a good game to put on. They even ch- they looked at our Detroit Lions, and we're going to move them from the 1 p.m. game and move them to the 8 o'clock game at night. That's how bad it was. They didn't want that. They were looking. Eventually, they wind up going with, uh, I think, Arizona Cardinals at Chargers. They went with that uh, matchup, I think, or something of that nature. Which may not be too much of an improvement, but. <laughs> right. But they were going to go with the Lions versus the Vikings, which I thought would have been an amazing game. It's in Detroit. It would have gave us some shine. But at the same time, they noticed it was a scheduling error. You had the error. You had the. L.A. Lakers playing the Detroit Pistons and LeBron's only game coming back to Detroit around the same time. So now they then they, they reverted back and said, no, we don't want to go with that. Because what most people do is they transition over to the uh, to that game after they come from the Lions game. And it's a 6 p.m. start for that game. So they, they decided not to go with it. And they gave Detroit back that 1 p.m. and went with the other game and had them play in a little bit early. So... Later, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it seems like, especially ESPN with the Monday night games, uh, as you get later in the year, they get worse and worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never, never understood, like, because, you know, they, like you said, they flex the Sunday games after a certain point. Like, I feel like you should do the same thing with Monday night football because, some in Thursday night football, the matchups have been pretty much terrible this year. Yeah, they've been they've been god awful, and I'm thinking to myself, 
who the hell picked these these matchups? And and one thing about the NFL, I can say one thing about the NFL, and this is where ESPN, I think it is ESPN influence. Also, Fox Fox Sports, you're not off the hook either. We base it off of who did what last season. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what we do with a lot of sports. You don't expect the Lakers to be this bad this season. I know I didn't. I didn't expect the Dallas Cowboys and the the Giants to be winners this season. I didn't expect the Eagles to be this good this season because we're basing it off the the previous season when that whole division was terrible. Yeah, worst, so that's what we do. Worst division yeah. in football, maybe the best division in football this year. Right. Look at the uh, the Commanders coming up. You don't expect. Look at the Rams. Look at the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You don't expect this. So we're basing it off of next season. You know what we're going to do next season? They're going to have the, the dog on uh, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles being really good next season. You know what's going to happen? They're not going to be that yeah, good. At least two of the three right is going to suck. <laughs> right. That's what I said. They're not going to be that good. They won a lot of close games. The, the, the Green Bay Packers, they played our division this season. That's how that's – how, they got a, a lot of wins off of us because we're just not really a good division this season. The Bears aren't good, the the Green Bay Packers aren't good, and the Lions aren't that good. I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't expect the Green Bay Packers to be the pits like they are. I did expect the the Bears to be terrible. And I, I expected a bigger fight out of the Lions, but I expect them to be terrible too. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't expect them to be a winner. And that's where they're, they're playing our division and they're beating the shit out of us. Mm-hmm. The Giants have beaten all the Giants. Well, the Giants lost to the Lions, okay, but the Giants have beaten the uh, the Bears and they've beaten the uh, Green Bay Packers. The Cowboys have beaten the Lions, the Packers, and the Bears. That's free wins. I think they beat. Didn't they beat the uh, the Vikings too? Yeah, yeah. They beat the shit out of them. They beat us four times. <laughs> I think the Eagles. The only Eagle. The only Eagles loss was to the Vikings, right? No, the, the Eagles beat the Vikings too, didn't they? Mm, they even beat the Lions, the Packers, the uh, Bears. Yeah, they, they just beat, yeah. They just beat the hell out the the <laughs> the, the yeah, Packers like they, too. Yeah, they they played our division. Our division isn't good, so that's four wins for you. And then you try to tell me you're, you've played nobody. You've played nobody. And that's what I'm saying. Like next season, when you have to play, yeah, they they, they gonna, beat the the Vikings twenty four to seven. Yeah, when you play now next season, guess who they got to play next season? Now you got to play Buffalo, Miami. Now you play that division, the the Patriots. Now you have to play them because we played them too. We've lost to the Patriots. We lost to uh, Buffalo. We lost to Miami. Okay, now next season they have to play them. They're not going to have a good record against them. They just we play some tough divisions right now. But next season is going to flip flop and they're not going to be good, and we're going to wind up playing some shitty teams and we'll be fine. Yeah, that's you, all. You want to you want to get in the music for the, the the second half? Yeah, let's let's dive right into it, brother. So I know you got some things to get off of your chest. So 21 Savage, I guess he was on Clubhouse, and the best way I can describe Clubhouse at this point is you had a spark when you started, but just, now you just garbage, and I didn't even know people were still on Clubhouse. <laughs> but I agree. 
Like he alluded to Nas being irrelevant when they asked about King to the three, um, which I had to do a triple take on. Um, and then Jim Jones and Jewel Santana basically kind of backed up 21 Savage too recently. Um, they can both go sit down somewhere. Um, 21 Savage later tweeted out that his word for misconstrued. Basically, he would never disrespect a legend. And then lo and behold, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Nas and 21 Savage get together to release, uh, what is it, one mic, one gun. Didn't I know, that, that surprised me. Um, and apparently it was Nas that uh, initiated the the collab. Um, he reached out to Hip Boy um, and told Hip Boy that he wanted to do a song with Twenty One Savage, uh, and uh, and then get get the beat ready. So, um, shout out to Nas, shout out to Twenty One Savage because I didn't didn't see it coming. I really liked the song. Um, and I'm I'm glad that pretty much Nas and Twenty One Savage rose above uh, the the what could have been B, what could have been misinterpreted, and took a whole nother route. So shout out to both those brothers. Well, you get you get that I get that Nas is in a different headspace. Nas and Jay Z, a lot of those guys, they're in a different headspace right now. And they they kind of got it figured out, like they know they know which way they know when certain things turn a certain way, and they done seen a lot of things go down, and they done been in a, a lot of beef, so they've seen certain things turn a certain yeah. way off of one bad movement, off of bad judgment. Which Nasa, yeah, which Nasa oh, to in the song too, right? And that's what I was saying, like, and Nas Nas is a smart man. He's a smart man. It's chestnut checkers. I love the I love the I love the song, and I love the way Nas he carries himself from hip hop. Is one of the is one of the the goats of hip hop. I think he did the right thing. I love when him LL Jay Z when a lot of those guys they don't you notice when they when they talk to these young guys they don't necessarily bury him. A young LL, a young Nas, a young Jay Z they would bury him. They'll go it would be straight beef. But now that they're older, wiser, smarter. A lot of times they don't even allude to anything. They don't even say anything. That's why I love Eminem too. When Eminem didn't respond to, to the game, why? Why? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Now that you're older, you're wiser, either don't respond or, hey, let's collab and do something. If you're not interested in collabing, then just forget about it. Now, I love it. I love it, and I love it for hip-hop too. Yeah, and I think I, that's a big up for hip-hop. And... um. I don't know, it just, and I guess this goes back to where uh, Nas is, he, he's in a different, like you said, he's in a different headspace, um, and it just proves that at 49, when uh, most rappers his age aren't really relevant, he continues to do things with, with the younger generation, whether it's 21 Savage, um, Big Sean, ASAP Fergie, ASAP Rocky, um, Cordier. Um, so, big shout out to that brother. Uh, and he's doing it without even trying to, Rodney. You notice that? 
He's doing one thing I can say. I watched the interview with Jim Jones and Mano. They came out with their album, and they're trying to they're trying to sound like the young generation, and they're trying to reinvent themselves. Nas doesn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Nas has still the same flow. He just has different producers, different beats. He has he doesn't have to reinvent himself. He's still Nas. He's still that guy. Where other rappers are trying different flows and doing all this other stuff, Nas is still doing him. And that's what makes him that man. Yeah. Um I listened. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Bust Rhymes put out a um an EP last week. Now, I- I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I did listen to a couple other albums. Yeah, you're not missing anything. <laughs> Give me your take, bro. Give me your take. I, did you listen to it? Yeah, I, mean, I it listened. Like six, five or six songs. Yeah, right? yeah, it was like six songs. None of them are memorable. Oh, uh, no, it was that. Yeah, it it, it it really made me appreciate the, the Nas album <laughs> even more. So I'm like, you know, Bust Rhymes and Nas were on the same age and it's not working for Buster. Oh no, man. Oh. Yeah. Now, I, I I something told me I I don't know, I was trying, but I just I was trying to get to it, but I was listening to so much other music. I kinda got stuck on Davies. Yeah, the the Davies album, uh Book of David. It's one of my favorite albums to come out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's very underrated, man. Like when I first listened to it, well, first what 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 really got me on this Dave East album is I don't know if you probably listened to it, but him and Snoop Dogg did a collaboration album. Yeah, really good. It was really good, and I was like, damn, man, Dave East sound really good on this album, man. Him and Snoop Dogg going back and forth to give and go, like that album was dope. And then when I seen he came out with the Book of David, I was like, oh shit, let me listen to it. And he picked right up where he left off on that Snoop Dogg album, just spitting fire. Really dope. Yeah, so I didn't, so it's, it's actually, because I had missed it when it first came, like, I didn't I didn't pick it up to, like, Sunday. And the reason why I picked it up is um, one of my, my trusted music buddies, I saw he had posted something about it saying he really, really liked them. So I'm like, okay, if Dustin... It's messing with this album. Let me go go ahead and check it out right now. Um, right. And I don't know. Maybe it's something about naming the album Book of Something because Book of Ryan by Roy Fana was fire. Um, mm-hmm. This is fire. Um, I guess in the next couple of podcasts, we'll talk about our top five albums of, of 2022. Uh, but this this probably will be somewhere in that top five. Yeah, I agree, man. And Gangsta Grills is back. Gangsta yeah. Grills is back. <laughs> I didn't think I ever lived to hearing that sound, man. <laughs> there was a couple other uh, singles that that got me moving too, man. I wanted to say also the Down in Atlanta with Pharrell and uh, Travis Scott, man, really dope, really dope. Got me hype, man. Some nice little riding music, man. I play it at work. Everybody get hype. I think that's a good single. Oh, probably heard it. Yeah, talking about singles. Uh, Chance the rapper. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah no. That's what it's called. <laughs> Weird title. Uh-huh. It works. I really, really like it. Uh, 
good good song to get you moving in the mute in the morning especially if you're dragging you could throw that on it's got a little nice little dope beat to it the video is fire um i don't know how many different places in africa chance went um chance i will say the singles he has dropped this year um has me re-excited uh for a chance album because that mm-hmm. last one was not it so <laughs> yeah the last one we i think we dragged at the hell and back mm-hmm. it just wasn't great also uh mount westmore they re-released the big sub woofer song oh um, i didn't know that i'm gonna have to yeah they re-released the song and put the single back out um i think they're gonna probably push for a mount westmore album sounds good just as when i first listened to it the first time um I still can't get over uh, Ice Cube, Big Titty Hooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love that song, man. It, it's it's hilarious. Uh, a Ball MJG released the album. I'm gonna dive into that the next time when we uh, yeah I, dive that's into on the podcast. my that's on my to to listen to list. Yeah. Oh, and I can't forget about before we get out of here. Can't forget about little Uzi Vert. Just wanna rock. He got the little dance to it too. He be gigging. <laughs> I see you, little Uzi. Mm. Mm. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, it's crazy. You got a little dance to it too, bro. Yeah, the Davies <laughs> has 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 consumed uh, Davies. Um, the the Nas album still um, ha, has con- consumed my uh, listening. Still, still rocking with that PJ uh, Morton too. Uh, Right, right. Yeah. I, oh, and the Babyface I, I, album, still listening to that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. Like, it's a lot of good Neo album, man. Like, it's a lot of good music that came out this year, man. Like, Drake and 21 Savage, I'm still listening to that. I And like I said, like you said earlier, Nas and 21 Savage coming together and give me a song I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. And give me a song I didn't know I needed. It, it almost Yo, like, reminds it, me of um, on the first King's Disease album, when you had the Nas and Little Dirt collab, yeah, and I remember, right yeah, I remember one of my boys posted like, "I didn't know I needed the Nas and Dirt collab." I'm like, "I didn't either," but it works. <laughs> Yo, that's why I'm just. This year's been nuts, man. Like a lot of the things that happened, I didn't know that I didn't really need it, and uh. You shout out to both of those guys, man. I hope they actually collab and make a whole nother album. Now, that's what we was always talking about, our dream collabs. I didn't know that I'd get a 21. I should have realized. I don't know why I didn't think in my mind <laughs> that I wouldn't get a 21 Savage and Drake. And it really was a good mm-hmm. album. And remember we were saying, who, who do we want to collab on like our past episodes? And like, man, now I'm like, damn, now I need a fucking 21 Savage and Nas, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so. Give me a whole album to do. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we got some artists setting up for some. I'm what I'm hoping is going to be some good 2023 releases to start the year. Um, looks like we're, we're going to get a Chance album, uh, a, a Cardi album. So it's, it's shaping up oh, to be. I got a good one for you, Rodney. You ready for this collab to be the best collab? That's gonna be crazy and epic, and it probably bring this one guy who says he's in retirement out of retirement. I want to see a Nas and Jay Z collab album. Fuck it, 
Balls to the wall. Let's get a Nas and Jay Z collab. Let's do it. Yeah, it's it's been rumored off and on. Um <laughs> So yeah, I want to see it now. Oh, I be- want to see it, man. Before we Knives got- on fire. Come on, bring Jay with you. Yeah, before we get out of here, um, Will Smith has officially um, started doing interviews. I don't know if you caught him on um, Comedy Central um, Daily Show with Trevor Nolan. No, you know I sure did. So he uh, basically he he did a dressed up. Um, Oscar slap basically saying you don't know, you know, you don't always know what people are going through. He said it doesn't excuse his behavior, uh, but you never know, you know, everything that's going on with somebody. Uh, and then Trevor Nolan did a good job bringing it back to some of the stuff he, you know, he had put in his book about feeling like he was a coward and other things. So um, get a chance to check out the. Uh, Will Smith, Trevor Nolan, and interview. Yeah, they they really dragging this smack. I I think I'm over it, man. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm like, yeah, it just happened. I'm over with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for him to move on to bigger and better. Yeah, things, I'm still man. watching Leave the Fresh Prince. Yeah, and I wish he had quit addressing it too. He, I wish he had come out and say, hey, I smacked him. I said I was sorry. What the hell you want me to do? Do you want to he? <laughs> Like, would you want him to smack the shit out of him back on live TV? Oh. Like, I, <laughs> and then real quick, your boy Kanye or he ordered to pay oh, 200000 yeah. a month in child support. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's 50000 per kid. Yeah, but she's already a billionaire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is going on here? I don't know, man. It's... it's it's a slippery slope, man. Oh, hey, before we get out of here, one more thing. What movie would you suggest to anybody, man, over the past couple weeks um, that you've seen? Um, any movie, just any movie, any TV show. Give me one one of your favorites right now. Um, TV show, um, King of Tossa. Okay. Oh, yeah. With Sylvester, or right? Or Tossa King, or one, yeah, yeah Sylvester. Yeah, oh, with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, when, yeah. Him, when the dude asked him, um, you ever ridden a horse, and Sylvester Stallone response was, have you ever been on life support? I just about died. <laughs> yo, and he in there going straight bananas, yo. Okay, I share the same TV show that you share. I really like that. I've, I've been diving into it, too. I'm like, damn, you got to wait every week for it, though. Mm-hmm. That, it's straight fire, though. I'm proud of Sylvester Stallone for reinventing himself on that one. That, that's nuts. I love it. Uh, Movie-wise, I will roll with this movie that I've seen, and I think it's pure fire. It's called Smile. It's really good. Oh, yeah. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Check it out, man. It's, it's creepy as shit, bro. Really creepy. It's crazy. Yeah, movie. Um, finally saw Woman King, so that was pretty dope. Oh, yeah. I heard that it's out on uh is it out on DVD and everything now? Is yeah, it on streaming uh, and stuff. Is yep. it on the streamer? Yep. Nice. Go check that out. I heard great things about Woman King. Um yeah, I'm gonna definitely check it. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna check it out myself. Yeah, so we can get out of here on that note. Um Sunday we'll be talking some some Michigan Wolverines again. Um NFL 
Right, right. Little little NBA. And then hopefully oh, yeah. we get some 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 finals, some prize. I'm hoping for for a couple of surprise albums uh, Friday. Yeah, it's becoming the end of the year, man. Let's let's get some surprise albums. Let's get some good albums going. We yeah. need that. Yeah, so we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace.